Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album. I'm the author of the book, Tuesdays with Maury, upon which this podcast is inspired. And believe it or not, which is coming up on its 25th birthday. It's 25th birthday, yeah. Uh, August was actually the month of publication of Tuesdays with Maury in 1997. And um, that's just a few months away from 25 years, and we're still learning lessons. I am, and apparently so are a lot of other people around the world, from the uh, amazing class that I had the opportunity to take as Maury Schwartz was dying in his final months and shared with me uh, a lot of a lot of things that are important once you really realize that life is short. And I, I often say, once you realize you're going to die. But I, I'm kind of modifying that as I'm getting older because I, I do think as people get older, uh, they do realize that they're going to die. I think when we're younger, we really don't. Uh, we, no. we kind of think, okay, death is something that happens. I read about it. Uh, it happened to my great-grandfather or it happened to this guy I heard about or I read somebody in the paper. But we don't think of our selves as mortal. We don't think of ourselves as 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 expiring as as something that has a end date on it. We just think we're going to go on forever. This is the folly of youth and and the beauty of it at the same time that we always feel that we're in, invincible. Uh, you know, we, we, we you know, we we we're, we're Tarzan bang, banging our chest and saying, "Oh, I'm going to live forever." You know. Uh but I do think as we get older, we do recognize that death is real. Uh, we do this because we start to hear about friends of ours who who suffer maybe an accident or a medical condition. More often, I think the medical conditions are the things that make us realize that, wait, you know, in an accident, you can kind of write off, oh, it was terrible, it was a tragedy, they were hit by a truck or something like that that can happen to anybody at any age. But when cancers and, and, uh, Heart attacks, heart attacks, yes, things that tend to come with with your advanced years. We do realize we're going to die; that death is a thing. But what we don't realize is that time between now, the moment that we're talking about it, and the end of things, is what is truly important. It's not important that you're going to die. It's what you do between now, this very moment, yeah, and that last moment that you have. So rather than looking at it as kind of almost disturbingly death, it's, it's kind of morose. Rather than looking at it that way, it's like, okay, I have a finite block of time. As we're talking about this podcast, and that's what the subject of today's podcast is, is time. 
as we're talking on this podcast, we're going to talk for about a half an hour. By the time we're finished, you, Lisa Goitsch, my friend, producer, and if this is the first time you're listening to the program, the female voice that you're hearing for everybody there, uh, you, I, and all the people who are listening with us will have one half hours less time in our bucket of time that we have than we oh, had wow. when we started. Oh, wow. One half hours less time. I better get on this. The minute, <laughs> the, the minute I get off this podcast, I got stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, because I just lost a half an hour. I just lost a half hour. <laughs> well, but when you start to think of it like that, and tomorrow when you get up, by the end of the day, you will have one day less of the time that you have to make the best of your life. And when this week is over, you will have had one week less of the time that you have to make the best of your life. And when you start to think of it that way, hopefully you can think of it as making uh, making the most of the time you have in life as opposed to fearing that your life is going to come to an end. Yes, right? that's a fine line. That's How do we learn to do that? Well, that's the trick, isn't it? So I'll give you an example of something that I'm, I have a tradition, which is, uh, as we're recording this podcast, it's going to happen tomorrow. By the time people hear this might have already taken place. So my birthday is uh, May 23rd, mm -hmm. which is Monday, yesterday, if you're hearing this on Tuesday, the 24th. So for my birthday, I have a tradition that we've started, oh gosh, it feels like it's about 20 years ago. So I'm a pretty disciplined person when it comes to eating throughout the course of the year. I, I, I've always kind of been this way. If you really want to know the, the genesis of it, I, I was a sports writer uh, you know, full time for much of my early career and had to make a decision early on in my career, was I going to eat hot dogs basically as a staple of my diet? Or was I going to say, <laughs> even though hot dogs are every, always around, I'm not going to eat them because they're terrible for you. And that started a very disciplined approach where I, I would not eat food just because it was there, because the stuff that was there was always hot dogs. When you go to, a, when you work in a press box for, uh, as a, uh, for baseball games or for, uh, for that matter, for football games and some of the other things, they always have hot dogs and, and potato chips. That, that It's cheap and that's how they feed the press. And of course, you're kind of stuck there because you can't go anywhere else. You're covering the game. And you can't go. So it's natural to just grab a hot dog or grab some potato chips because they're there. And that's why many sports writers look like <laughs> the way that they, they do. <laughs> look like hot dogs and, and potato chips. <laughs> yeah, and look like, uh, uh, you know, they've spent a whole life eating them because they have. And, of course, they end up with health problems and everything. So early on, I made a decision. I'm not going to do it. I don't care if it's there. I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to wait until I can get out. I'm going to bring my own food to the ballparks and to the stadiums, and I'm going to eat healthy. As a result, I, I became a pretty healthy eater, and I'm disciplined all year long. I Bless don't you. really, I don't Bless really you. eat. <laughs> We're a little different that way, Lisa. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> but I don't eat fried foods. I don't eat crazy sweets. I don't have milkshakes or ice creams or or candies or you know uh, pastas or things like that. But on my birthday, mm -hmm. 
you go. as a sort of as a release valve for <laughs> holding back on all that, I eat everything and only junk, nothing healthy. There'll be no plant, no <laughs> plant-based. That's the That's rule. That's the rule. No, no plant-based plant based. anything, <laughs> nothing. No, everything is junk. And uh, it started, I started doing this with myself and my wife or one or two people, and it's grown. So we now have like 20, 25 people that come with us every year uh, on these excursions. And we go around different places in the country, usually wherever we can get to in a car. Um, and so from Detroit, we have gone to uh, Cleveland and Chicago and Grand Rapids and uh, up northern Michigan, Traverse City and other places like that. And once in a while, we'll take an airplane. And uh, so we've done New York and Boston and Atlantic City. And and everybody comes along for the ride. And we just eat all day long. We start with like pancakes, the worst kind oh of pancakes God. and waffles and, and all that, all the kind of bad breakfast stuff you can have. And then move into milkshakes and chocolates and fried chicken and pizzas and pastas and, and uh, cookies and ice cream and everything you could think like that. Okay. So... We do this every year, and every year I try to start as early as possible. So tomorrow, <laughs> in the day we, or oh, yeah, oh, like in, in the in the, in day. the actual day, right? Yeah, okay. seven fifteen. We're all leaving. We're getting on a bus seven fifteen in the morning, and uh, we're heading out. We're actually we're going to go to Columbus, Ohio this year. That's our destination. Wow. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio, uh, uh, because I'm from Michigan and. Michigan, of course, is the home of University of Michigan, which is in Ann Arbor, and they're the arch rivals to Ohio State, which is in Columbus. So we're deciding because there's enough negativity in the world, we're going to do the olive branch thing. We're going to go into the enemy territory, the belly of the beast. And spend your money on food. Spend our money <laughs> and, and eat their food and show that we, you know, we're going to be open to the other. <laughs> so these days that I do, which are beautiful, wonderful, fun, enjoyable days with people I, I love and, and, and friends and family. So we get up early. And as the day goes on, I, I look at my watch and say, well, we have, we have until about eight or nine o'clock and then we have to get the bus has to be back. So how much can I squeeze in? Oh my God. So I look at how much time we have left. Not in a bad way, but I, 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 I measure the time out so that I, I know what our thing is. And then we try to get in as many. We have a list of the best pizza, the best milkshake, the best oh my cookies. <laughs> and we just try to manipulate. Okay, if we spend some time here, we go here, then we'll go there. Let's do this good route and we'll do this. And, and here's a good way to go. If we go around here, we can double up on this and then we can go there and we can do this. So I am filling the day. There's a wonderful Rudyard Kipling poem. Many of you are familiar with it. Uh, if it's called, and, and if, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, that's the, that's the phrase, the fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. So on this day, this birthday pig out, I fill the unforgiving 20 hours with 20 hours worth of distance run. We make the absolute most of it. We get so, we hit so many places. We try so many things. 
it's a it's a cornucopia of 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 food and everybody's laughing and we're having a great time and we we end up with all kinds of stuff that we bring home whatever but 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 at the end of the day when we're returning the bus we we look back on what we did and we say man look we started with the pancakes and then we went to the waffles and then we went to the milkshake and then we went to the uh, spaghetti and then we had the fried <laughs> chicken and then we had those crazy sandwiches and then we had those those uh, the 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 first milkshakes and then the first thing of ice cream and then we had the second thing of ice cream and then we had the pizza <laughs> and then we had the isn't this amazing <laughs> or disgusting whichever one you want to use but isn't this amazing or disgusting we did this all in one day. We yeah. did this all in one day. And we're proud that we pulled it off and we high five each other and hug each other and, and depart and say, next year, we'll do it again. We'll take on another city and we'll knock that city over just like we did this. So I look at that and I realize it's a template for how to live your life. Not the food part. That would the, be awesome, though. I not, wish we it would, could. It would be I, awesome. I wish we could do that with no repercussions. Yes. That would be the perfect Did life. Did you ever see the movie <laughs> with Albert Brooks, Defending Your Life? No, I haven't Street? seen that movie. Okay. No. He, in it, he goes to heaven. He dies. He goes to a form of heaven where you, you, know, you have to defend your life. But meanwhile, while you're there, you can eat anything you want. And the food is ta the tastiest food you've ever had, and you don't gain any weight. And of course, this is that's that's the definition of heaven. You know, yeah, every I, meal is every meal's a buffet. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. So not the food part, not the gluttony part, but the idea that, hey, we know when it's gonna end, because I know this is just a one day thing, but I don't look at that as I don't I don't get depressed about it. I don't say, Oh, you know, it's already eight o'clock in the morning. I only have 12 hours left before the bus has to go back. You know, woe is me. It's, it's not enough time. Instead, it's like, okay, here's our challenge. How can we fill this day with all the eating and all the adventure and all the fun that we can? And by the end of the day, because we have filled it with so many things, when eight o'clock comes, we are satiated. Yes. We are satisfied. We are like, Okay. In fact, most of the time we're like, I can't, I can't eat anything else. Thank God we're uh -huh. going home. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. We filled a great day. Okay. Well, if you look at every day and every week and every year of your life with that kind of approach, not the food approach, but the let's fill it up approach. Let's do things that we enjoy. Let's fill it up and we did one we did one today let's do a second one before the day is over we did two this week let's get a third one in before the week is over we we can squeeze in one more pizza we can get in one more piece of fried chicken we can do one more thing during the week where we see somebody that we care about or spend some time with someone that we love or go help out in a charity or or do something creative uh that that we've been meaning to do or or, or, or finish that task that we've been doing. If you just look at it, it's almost like a challenge. Let's try to, to, to fill this week and make it the greatest week that we can have and then look back on it like we do at the end of our day and say, wow, what a week. Look at when we started, we hadn't done this and hadn't done this and hadn't done this and now we've got this and we've got this, got this. And then the week turns to a month and the month turns to a year and the year turns to a decade. When your time finally runs out, when you're 
we have to take the bus back moment arrives, it won't be with regret. It won't yeah. be with, I didn't do anything. You'll feel satiated. Satiated, satisfied, content, filled up, maybe with less burping, but filled, <laughs> fulfilled, fulfilled that you did it. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this is, you asked me before, well, how do you do that? That's kind of how you do it. You, you, you flip the script on the notion that we are born to die. We are all dying. All of us are dying. Yes, that's true. And it sounds morose. But if you don't look at it that way, if you say all of us have a bunch of time between now and when we die, and isn't that amazing we get to fill it with things that we choose to fill it with. Mm -hmm. That's a much healthier way of looking at it than like, oh, I'm 60 now. I probably only have maybe 15 years left. You know, uh, That's about me. That's what I've been doing this year because I'm turning 60 in August. Yeah, well, It's been weird. I'm like, oh my okay. gosh, what if I only have 20 years left on this earth? Then let's, let's take your case example, all right? Because we're talking about time in today's show. So that's a perfect example because you gave it to us with nice round numbers. So great. And you're turning 60. Okay. Life expectancy for a woman, I think, is early 80s. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Let's say you have 22 years. Okay. That'll put you right about the average, I suppose. What can you do in those 22 years? Now, you're looking at it as, I've got 22 years left. That's all. I've only got 22 years left. First thing. Go back 22 years from today. You yeah. would have been 38 years old. Yeah, I've just moved to California right around that time. Okay. Now, consider all that you've done since you turned 38. Yes. Consider all that you've done since 22 years ago. Does it not feel like a great amount has happened in your life in those years? Yeah, it does. I mean, I got married. I married. moved to Los Angeles, not in that yeah. order. A different uh, career, but different a career, new, new people, new stuff. You know, sometimes it feels like it went by very fast though. You know what I mean? When well, you going by fast should not be confused with being unfulfilled. Ah, right. Like it's full. the day that we have tomorrow, the day that we're gonna have tomorrow, the birthday day goes by fast too. Yeah. But it's so stuffed. Yeah. With experiences that it just it's great. Okay, it was, it was fast, but but we enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. 
It's a little bit like, you know, if you go on a really great roller coaster ride, almost every roller coaster ride is under three minutes. But if you're on a really great roller coaster ride and you love roller coasters, those three minutes can just be fantastic. You don't end up saying, it's, it was so fast. It was just three minutes. It was a great three minutes. It was you uh, fulfilling three minutes, right? So the 22 years that have passed since you were 38, you think of all that has happened since you were 38, all that has happened in your previous 22 years. Now put that almost like in a, in a, in a, in a flat box and now flip that flat box from the left side over to the right side and project out. You have now everything that has happened since you were 38. You now have all that same amount of time to have the same amount of things happen to you for the next 22 years. Doesn't that seem like a great a great deal of possibilities? It does seem like a great, yes, yes. I have to start filling it though. Like I really have to start fulfilling my life. I've realized that. The show's made me realize that, you know? We sometimes live our lives and are like, okay, well, tomorrow, well, tomorrow. But this show has made me realize that we really shouldn't do that, which is what this is about. That's right. Maury talked about that a lot. Uh, He talked about people just kind of walking through their lives, sleepwalking through their lives. Here is Maury talking about that in one of our conversations. Gurdjieff once said, We all walk around as if we're sleepwalking. We really don't experience the world fully because we're half asleep doing the things automatically that we are supposed to do. And what we're supposed to do has nothing to do with having a reflective and, and, uh, you know, deep thinking attitude toward our life. Mm So that's what appears to me is the reason for our deficiencies. So you see, Maury was talking about this all the way through, and this is about time. If you are sleepwalking, then you can sleepwalk through 22 years rather quickly. And it will go by fast, and you will wonder, what did I do with that time? Mm -hmm. How did it go by so fast? But if you fill those 22 years with the type of experiences that make you feel like I'm going to feel tomorrow and like I feel every year on my birthday where it's just, you know, we got so much in, we squeezed it all in. Then those 22 years could end up feeling like 44. Yeah. But sleepwalking is the fastest way to let your time disappear on you. Mm-hmm. If you, you, you wonder where the time went, think about, When you sleep, when you sleep, you go to sleep, maybe you fall asleep because you're so exhausted, right? And you fall asleep at 10 o'clock at night and you don't set an alarm clock. And then you wake up and it's 11 in the morning. Oh, glorious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's 11 in the morning. But you end up saying to yourself, where did, where did the time go? I just fell asleep and now it's 11 o'clock, right? Well, of course, because you slept through it. Now, obviously you need sleep from a health point of view, but I'm talking about feeling like 
feeling like, uh, you know, where did the time go? Because you're lost. Yeah. Or you're sleepwalking, like sleepwalking through through your your life. life. Right. Right. And that's what it feels like. It feels like when you go to sleep, you don't know where the time went and you wake up and you're, you know, now it's later. It's like, oh my gosh, I I slept the whole day away. Mm -hmm. Well, the the tragedy in life isn't when you sleep the whole day away because you're tired and your body needed to sleep. The tragedy is when you're awake and you sleep the whole day away. Ah, yeah. And that happens way too often. A lot. Way too many of us. We are awake but we sleep the day away. So when you do that, you don't have much grounds upon which to complain about where's the time going. Because if you believe in God, God could turn and say to you, I gave you a day. I gave you a perfect day. How did you spend it? I spent it playing some video games and 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 surfing around websites that don't mean anything to me and getting in an argument with somebody on the subway and th- that's how I spent it. And 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 God could say to you, "Well, I gave you a great day. You chose to spend it that way. You chose to sleepwalk through it. You didn't have to. So don't blame me for it being too short. You didn't fill it." With the 60 seconds worth of distance run, you didn't fill that unforgiving minute. So this is the challenge of time. And I think you'll find if you're doing amazing things and, and doing the things that, that and I, when I say amazing things, I don't mean that you should just stuff your face with food like I'm going to do on my birthday or just do the equivalent of that in your life. Like, I just want to do selfish things, things for me, things for me, things for me. What, what fulfills your days many times more is when you do things for other people. Yeah. I always say that, you know, my best time that I spend and the days I enjoy the most are the days that I'm down at the orphanage in Haiti. And I'm literally not doing anything for myself. I'm not doing anything to further my career. I'm not doing anything that could closely resemble indulgence (laughs) at an orphanage in Haiti. I'm not indulging in any way, but I feel great at the end of the day. So it's just, filling your days with fulfilling things with satisfying things that make that that bring you contentment then your days will not seem short and time won't be an issue and you won't look at it as how much time do i have left it's running out it won't be a ticking clock it'll be a challenge of hours for you to fill mm-hmm. with worthwhile fulfilling, creative, giving, enjoyable, loving, tender moments that will fill up a day. And what was crazy for Maury was that when he got ALS, life slowed to a crawl, yet life sped up in terms of the way he was able to fill up his days. Yep. So much so that you remember the show we did on a perfect day that when I said what to him, what would a perfect day be for you? It was just eating some nice breakfast, having lunch with friends, going for a swim, taking a nice walk and uh, having some a nice dinner, some duck. Deli. And, he and, went and, deli. Yeah. yeah and then and then uh, and then having a nice sleep. You know, some of those things he was even still able to do even when he had ALS in terms of you know sleeping and. And then and, and eating with friends and having people over and talking. 
So it's a question of just filling the hours with happiness, with contentment, with with things that are going to make you feel good and not wasting those hours away on things that don't matter. And that's your challenge. That's our challenge. That's everybody's challenge. But it is not a question of, I don't have enough time. If you are given 80 years on this earth, it's a lot of time to do a lot of things. And your 22 years that you're projecting out, Lisa, that's a lot of time to do a lot of things. And one year is a lot of time to do a lot of things. If you just look at it that way. And one day, like I'm going to have tomorrow, right, is enough time to do a lot of things. So go on out and make every day the non-food equivalent <laughs> of my birthday tradition. <laughs> stuff it with experiences, stuff it with friends and loved ones, stuff it with fun and laughter and love. And I think you'll worry less about time running out and appreciate more the time that you have. I and think that, that's good advice. That's the trick to time. That's the yep. trick to time. Yeah. You got it, Lisa? I got it. I just did a calculation, by the way, because 22 years seems short, right? Because it's the number 22. But if you multiply that by 365 days, that's 8,030 days. That's a lot of days. It's a lot of days. And then if you multiply that by hours, <laughs> we're talking 192,720 hours. It's a lot. So there's, that's, that's a lot. And now stuff. I don't feel so bad of having taken a half hour up of your 192,000 hours 2, that you have left. 720. You still have 192 and a half thousand <laughs> to go. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We always appreciate talking to you and sharing these thoughts and these lessons that uh, come from my old professor. If you like what you hear here, remember our website is wetuesdaypeople.com on the web. You can find any of the old shows you can find discussion groups topics things like that that we've talked about don't forget as i say the 25th anniversary of tuesdays with maury i've actually uh written a new uh afterward for the new edition of the 25th anniversary which comes out in august so there'll be more to the book than there used to be and we'll have a lot of um celebrations and things that we're going to do uh, videos that we're going to release uh, we're, we're taking the production of the play Tuesdays with Maury bringing it around Michigan and other things so we'll we'll talk about it as we get closer to it but this is the 25th year anniversary of that book and it certainly has has it has gone by those 25 years <laughs> yes it has gone by quickly but in many ways so satisfyingly and so that's what I wish for for all of you until uh, we can be with you again, on behalf of Lisa Goitz, my friend and producer, I'm Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday People.